Welcome to the Track Talk podcast. We are back. We've had a little break, but we're back in time for Baku. Back for Baku, as they say. And I'm joined by the gang. Jay and Shah, how are you? I like that, Dan. Uh, back for Baku. Is that is that your own sort of phrase, or have you stolen it from oh, someone? It's been everywhere. It's been everywhere. It's been everywhere. I'd love to oh. claim it, but no. Do you know what? You should have just said that, mate, because I haven't seen it yet. So I would have oh, cut same. that out. I love that. I'll cut that out. Yeah, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Came up with it. You should do poetry, mate. That was amazing. Honestly, I should. Hello, Sha. Hi. Um, yeah, that is going to be the podcast title, I think. Back for Baku. I actually Back love that. Baku. That's really good. Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like a lifetime since we last saw Formula One. I feel like this is almost a season opener. I can't even tell you what's happening at the moment. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. No, it's been a pretty boring season, to be fair. Australia was pretty decent. We didn't we didn't cover Australia. That we'll speak about it very briefly in a second for one reason slightly bigger than any other reason, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it kind of feels like the start the start of a the part two of the twenty twenty three season. Uh, but we didn't review Australia, which means we didn't revisit our predictions, which means someone didn't have their moment of fame. How happy no, they are didn't. you, Charlotte? I'm I'm actually buzzing, I won't lie, because the pressure was on for me. Um, I didn't have a prediction win as of yet, so I, I needed this. I needed this to stay in the game with you lads. And not only that, I think I actually I got the most points from a prediction thing this thus far. Is that right? That's what I, according to I Jay. Think so. I think so. It's, it's unclarified because I didn't go back to um, Saudi or Bahrain, but... You got five out of a possible what, like seven or something like that. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good going. It's pretty good going. You sometimes you gotta applaud greatness, and that was that was pretty good from you, Shaw. Five out of eight. I know. Five out of five eight. Five out of eight. That's, yeah, that's, that's not over bad half, at man. all. Over half. Although that's I was saying to good. Shaw, I was saying to Shaw before we started recording, um, the fact that she got both of her bold predictions right. Does that mean they're bold enough? What were they? I can't remember. So I, I put all teams to have points by the end of the weekend. That was bold. That was bold. Thank you very much. And um, this one I did I did say, like, oh, is it bold enough? But I still think it is. Seven teams to score in the points. And there was. Yeah, they're not bad. I reckon that's all right, to be fair. Like, that's impressive. Look, can I just say, you guys are just jealous. It's, <laughs> oh, it's all. I understand. It's not bad. I know it's fine. It's fine. Jealousy is just not a good colour on you, Dan. <laughs> no, I'm saying they do. They, I'm saying they are bold. I'm saying they are bold. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's see how this week this week goes. I have to say, but I'm just so everyone knows, I crushed it for the Australian um, predictions. Just so well everyone knows. Done you. Thank Anything you. Anything to add, Jay? Uh, no. Whoa. Well, we're even now. Uh, I went in Bahrain. Yeah. Dan won in Saudi, Shah won in Australia, so it means that I am due to win in Baku. We will see, we will see. As with every race preview, we've got a little 30 second preview. Someone different does it every week. I believe it's you, Shah, this week. It is. It you is ready? indeed. Moment yeah. in the spotlight. Right, quickly, before you start, how, how nervous are you? Can I get like a little hand shakiness test? That's good. Well, you want me to show you how? Sh- yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for I, an audio. I, I will describe to the people listening. Actually, to be fair, that's pretty steady. That is pretty, pretty steady. steady. Pretty I mean, steady. I'm not sure how much of the 30 seconds I'm going to fill on this one. I don't know Just why. Just getting a timer. There we go. Right. Ready? 
Wait. Ooh. Okay. Okay, the way your <laughs> microphone arm is and the way my microphone arm is line up perfectly on my screen. Oh, yeah, they do. I don't know if that's the same on your screen, but that's really That's weird. also good for a podcast that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <microphone>. sorry. <laughs> sorry. On, like, we've got three windows here, and Jay and I are next to each other. And, yeah, it just looks really good. Anyway, ready, Sha? Yeah. Three, sorry, I, it's not two, the same on mine. One, go. So, the Azerbaijan Baku Grand Prix was first... Uh, Grand Prix was in 2016. It has a total of 51 laps with two DRS zones, which one of the DRS zones on the pitch straight has been shortened by 100 metres. There are 20 corners and the slowest corner is turn 7. The castle section is about 7 metres wide where we have seen the likes of Schalderkehr crash with his iconic I am stupid line. The track is just over 6 kilometres and we will also see the first sprint weekend of the year. That was pretty solid. That was pretty solid. That was to time as well. That was not bad. That was quite good. You know a stat I love about Baku? The fact that no one's ever won there twice. It's Mm. intriguing. That's a good... good, It also uh, hurts me a bit because Bottas was robbed in 2018. But... Mm. He won 2019 though, didn't he? He did. He did. He got redemption. I'm thinking, I, I don't see a world in where that record is not broken this weekend. Oh. Has Perez ever won? Perez won in 2021, yeah. didn't he? Oh, yeah. He did. did. That, that Mark Webber. After the big old tyre blowout. Yeah. Perez, Max. Perez, Max, Perez Lewis, Valtteri, uh, Rosberg. Or am I lying? Vettel? Ricardo. Ricardo. Charles never won there. Sainz no. has never won there. So realistically, we're relying on it's a Ferrari, Ferrari. Or a Russell. Or, or maybe, maybe, maybe Alonso. Mm, or a new contender, yeah. or and you know, a new contender. It could be a just McLaren. It could be a, a Williams. Hulkenberg could... just storms it. I would yeah. love that. Love you that never know. You never know. Mm. Anyway, it's the first sprint weekend of the week of the weekend. The first sprint weekend of the weekend. The first sprint weekend of the season, uh, and they're slightly different in 2023 compared to what they were in 2022. Poor intro from me there, but we'll go with it. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Because it is different to last season, and the sprint week, the sprint race doesn't affect the main race now. It's like, what are we thinking? I like it. I like it because I was saying from when the sprint was introduced a few years ago that it shouldn't affect the race. I was not a fan of the whole, oh, like where you come in the sprint uh, affects how you do in the race because then it kind of made qualifying obsolete. I like that it's its own standalone piece of or action on Saturday. Saturday's like a its own special day. And I like that. And I think it's great that we've we've got rid of that practice two session that was kind of redundant. Less practice obviously means the teams are less knowledgeable on tires and everything else that there has been knowledgeable about. So we get hopefully more unpredictable race and we get to see a lot more competitive action, which is I think something that we should celebrate. I'm all in favour of it. Competitive action. Yeah, I I feel I feel a little bit confused with it, but at the same time, it makes perfect sense. I'm feeling like I like it and I don't like it. That's that's the vibe I'm on, because I mean, we had a practice session on the Friday, so today, and then we've got qualifying, which only affects the race for Sunday. And then tomorrow, it's basically just like, oh, we're gonna do like a quali and a race in one day. So. Obviously, that's great that it doesn't affect Sunday in the sense, you know, it doesn't 
it does I don't like it doesn't change things too much so for instance for instance say if Max has a absolutely dreadful qualifying today um like he qualifies p15 like he did in Saudi and then but then tomorrow he qualifies p1 and wins p1 he's still got to start on Sunday in p15 so it's like oh he's still got to do all that work and all that stuff but I'm, it just kind of is like it has nothing. It's just a standalone thing now, and it doesn't have any importance to Sunday. It's just a standalone thing. Yes, there's more action, and it makes it more exciting. But is it just Formula One's way of just raking in more money? Oh, of course, of course, it's it's about making more money. You can charge higher prices on a Friday now. But as a, someone who hasn't been to one F1 race in his whole life. Uh, it was a Silverstone 2013, by the way, if you, in case you was wondering. Um, <laughs> from a TV perspective, although normally I can't watch Fridays if it's in the day because I'm at work, it makes sense, you know, sense to look forward to on Friday. Do I think that this new sprint shootout qualifying is the right way to go about it? I think there is something better out there. I'm not too sure what. Do you think, actually, it's a question for you guys, that they should have put the sprint quality on Friday evening and then regular qualifying Saturday, or is that just too much riding on a Saturday to have regular qualifying, so Q1, Q2, Q3, and the sprint all on one Saturday? I feel like it'd be good to have like a bumper Saturday. Where, yeah. And then, because it's a bit weird, cause you can have Friday, and then Saturday's like a, a day purely of sprint, and then Sunday's obviously the race, so Saturday's a bit sort of just weirdly put in the middle of the weekend. Mm. If you had it on Saturday quality, then it will still kind of flow a bit nicer. I don't know if I'm being sort of too pernickety about it, but... No, but I, I, I get that. But you're saying, like, oh, the quality... Um, oh, I can't remember exactly what you said because I've just gone blank. Oh, you said, like... Um, Shoot out. It was about the quality. Oh, God, this oh, is I, I didn't like how it was... They, they could have done something better with the with, with the sprint qualifying. I feel like it should be a different format. Because right? it is basically just Q1, Q2, Q3. Oh, that's it. shortened down, isn't it? But it's still... Isn't it not still the same, effectively? It's, it's, it's the same. They have to have mandatory ties. I, I know yeah. that much. But it's it's still... They're still having Q1, Q2 and Q3. Yeah. It is just shorter, though. That's the only thing I think that's different. I think it's 12, 10 and 8 minutes rather than... 18, 15, and 12 minutes for Q1, yeah. Q2, Q3. I think they should have done something completely different, a completely different qualifying format for this sprint race. Or they should have done what I've always said and used Q1 for the sprint race um, grid. But that's, that's that's not important. I think, right, they should have had... I think they, they, they should have tried one-shot qualifying. I really do. I think that would have been good. Ooh. Or like one lap, that's your lap tough. One lap, that's it. And, and they, they should have gone out in... The reverse order yeah. of qualifying. So the qualifying That's what Friday I was night. also thinking. Yeah, reverse grid, something to do with reverse, like top ten at least reverse or something. I f I don't know. I just something about it is just kind of making me feel like okay. Like when I first saw, it, I went oh, okay, this is really good, and then I started thinking about it more. I'm like, uh... the only thing is that would take ages. If you've got to get twenty cars to do an out lap, quali lap, in lap before the next car even goes out. Mm, no, but, like I, but I think they could do it. So, like, you have it. Um, so, let's say. So, look, so let's say, right, Verstappen's on pole today. So he would go out f first um, tomorrow for for the sprint quality. I find right. So mm. when Verstappen's on his lap, right, what he does is he goes out, does his out lap, does his lap, and as he's crossing the line on his lap, the next car sort of goes out. 
and then they would pass him on their out lap when he's on his in lap. So then you do sort of have just like consecutive running. It would take a while. It, it probably would take probably about an hour. But that's what qualifying is now anyway, an hour. So, And it isn't like the teams like... will have to worry about, oh, like, oh, like, um, partners and stuff like that because they're only doing one lap. I feel like tr- uh, the uh, Q3 in the sprint qualifying is, what, eight minutes? Realistically, is anyone going to do more than one lap in that anyway? One flying not, lap anyway? Not really, because the lap time is roughly... In, One minute uh, forty something, isn't out it? Out lap, quali lap, in lap, mm. pit, pit stop, straight back out again. Like you couldn't push yeah. it back into the garage and make adjustments. You know my my fear with this new Q3, this eight minute one, is that you're going to have basically it's going to start. No one's going to go out for the first yeah. like five minutes. Yeah, it's going to be agree. boring. People just sit in the garage because they think there's no point in going out and come back in. We won't have the time. So they'll wait to the end to, to the usual peak track conditions, and we'll have like a, a dash at the end, which is mm. why I think yeah. do one shot quali. Um, or even if they did like Q1, Q2, normal, or whatever this new normal is, and then Q3, sprint, no, Q3, sprint, Q3, one shot quality, boom, top top 10 drivers, bosh. I'd like that a lot. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But I think they should hire us, you know. It might be really, it might be really Stefano. good. I don't know. Well, that's the thing as well. I, I know there's talks of should we even be having a sprint race in somewhere like Baku, which is. You know, one of the fastest, not it was, but not anymore, after Saudi, um, fastest street circuits. And I think it is to do with the safety concerns. Slash, I think it's more teams worried that their cars could get smashed yeah, up. Yes, it's Christian Hoyer complaining that his car's going to get smashed up and cost caps and all that. Mate, I'm, I'm all here for it. I think Baku is a prime sprint race venue. Fast, furious, close barriers, lots of action, going to be chaos. I'm actually really excited for this to see how it pans out now i've said that it'll probably be completely boring but <laughs> on paper it's got all the ingredients to be good the three lap preview we had a couple of years ago after Max i was gonna say binned it was good but i mean i don't know i'm missing the race on sunday so i still get a mini race on saturday so i'll take it but I, i'm worried about how good it's gonna be but i don't know i'd love to be proved wrong this is one of those things where i'm going in with sort of you know a zero not zero. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I'm not expecting anything. So it yeah. can only be better than what I'm thinking. A bit like Spurs matches recently, to be honest. Yeah, you look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but then... Yeah, just going in with dreads. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jay can't say much more. Yeah. I'm As an football. Arsenal fan. This, this is a Formula 1 podcast only. I don't talk about football. Um, I was going to say, though, Dan, on the contrary <laughs> to what you just said, is that I feel like if this weekend is sick... And it's like, oh my god, this new format is amazing. I feel like Baku is such an interesting track that we can't look into it too sort of deeply. If we go to Spa and it's boring, then I think Spa's more representative. I think Baku is just such an enigma of a circuit that we can't sort of take take it all in and be like, yeah, that works. I feel like it needs a, a larger sample size. Well, you've had some boring old races at Baku, though. But then I feel like, even if it is just a case of Baku's a good track and it works, handpick the tracks better for the yeah, sprint races, yeah. if that's what you're going to do. Make Don't them the ones like Baku, the ones like Monza, the ones where like it works. Austria. Than your Austria. Austria. Austria I think it, it works at Silverstone quite well a couple Brazil. of years ago as well. Brazil, what a place. Don't put it in Brazil's like the best. Qatar, Abu Dhabi, wherever else, Miami. Like It's just, don't put it there. Put it at ones where it's going to work. But I don't know where where else they are this year. Actually, I can't remember. Spa and USA and Brazil and Qatar and one more. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. 
Is it Austria again? I'm not sure where it is. This is really bad. We should know this. I know that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know it off the top of my head. I know Imola's Okay, okay, okay. I have Walk it. On. I have it. Hit me. Uh, wait, I've lost it. Oh. I'm back! Okay, so, uh, obviously, we have the first one this weekend in Baku. Then okay. it's Austria, Red Bull Ring, Belgium, Spa, Francochamp, Qatar, Ooh. that's the sales circuit, Kota mm. um, in the mm. US, and then the best one of the entire Sao Paulo, Interlagos, no. Brazil. No. <laughs> Not Abu Dhabi. By far the best one. <laughs> So at least we're finishing on a high. However, Qatar? Yeah, mate. Hang that's, on. That's so uninspiring, man. They're doing an eight-minute qualifying at Spa. You're hardly yep. going to yeah. get round. You're going to get near that's the That's a one-shot qualifying. Like, there you oh, go. Sorry, you're out of time. Yeah, Jesus. They haven't thought that through, really, have they? That is one lap. You're not getting round twice in eight Definitely. minutes. Definitely. Round Spa. Jeez. Mm. Anyway, should we, should we move back to Abu Dhabi? And make some predictions for this weekend. Not Abu Dhabi. Why have I said that? Abu Dhabi. We're moving back or forward. We can predict Abu Dhabi if you want. I think Max is going to win the 2022 championship. Take two. Should we move back to Azerbaijan and make some predictions for the Baku weekend? I made mine before. We're recording this between FP1 and Quali. I made mine before FP1. It's yeah, just, rookie mistake, man. You know, yeah. I thought I'd write it down. <laughs> you know, I'll be honourable in my predictions. I've uh, got knowledge now. Of I do know for a fact I'm going last, because I went first last yeah, time. Shah's up first today. Shah's day to shine. That makes me really nervous. Because yeah, I've got Shah. all the yeah. options before uh, you guys can say anything technically. But then, to be fair, though, so far, nobody has won when they went first. Like, Shah went first in Bahrain. I won. I went first in Saudi. Dan won. And then... Oh, um, was I last Char, last week? You Char went last. last time. Yeah, Char went last in... Oh, so Dan, you're technically going to win this weekend. Boom, boom. Okay, well, for pole position on <laughs> Friday... Basil brush then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I didn't even, like, take Sorry. it in. Carry on. I'm surprised Dan... Hold on, hold on. Wait, are we I doing... that was coming. <laughs> guys, 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 this is actually really yeah, important. Okay. This is a really important question for our listeners. A hand up, because well. <laughs> our listeners need to know these this information. Right. Obviously, we're about to say pole, first, second, third. Are we doing a sprint prediction of any sort? Or are we just saying for Friday's qualifying to the race? Yeah. Are we having anything with a sprint? Maybe we should throw in like a, a sprint winner just for the. Yeah, you could do. Just for a bit of spice. We'll do a sprint winner as I well. I do think we should. But the sprint pole winner. and the podium. Uh, Friday's podium qualifying Sunday. Sunday, cool. Yeah. Okay, so for pole position later today, uh, I'm saying Charlotte Claire. Oh, what? Woo! She she's going bold. FP1, to be fair, she's going close. bold. Uh, what's going on? Some would say stupid. <laughs> some would say bold. <laughs> what's happening there then? Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> to be fair, FP1, he was like six hundredths off, I think. He he uh, was yeah. very close, and you know what? You you were going, oh, it's not bold enough. Here we are, Jay. No, no. Here we are. <laughs> I think it's criminal that you've gone first and not picked a Red Bull Sorry, driver. Every prediction, Shah just attacks us for something. <laughs> because you attack me! We do attack her. We do attack her. You attack me. No, do you know what? I was like, I could go Max. I, and I won't lie, before I made these predictions, I didn't think I was going first. But that's boring. I don't want to be boring. Go on, Jay. Right who are you picking? I'll be boring. I'll say Max. I haven't said Max, <laughs> I haven't said Max all year, so I'll say Max. 
Boo. Um, well, like, I guess I have to go Perez then. You don't really. have to, Dan. To fair, you can no, say whatever you Stroll, want. But <laughs> I'm not going to say Lance Stroll because that would be stupid. So I'm going to say Sergio Perez. He does love a street circuit. He does. So he does. He is the king of the streets. I'm going to go Sergio. Right, podium. Um, okay, to continue this mayhem, uh, I put Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and Fernando Alonso. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, Lewis Hamilton. Ooh. Oh, yeah! Because are you got mouthing it. Fernando Alonso? You can't it. get me like that, mate. You got me! Yeah. <laughs> I mean... That's exactly what I've done. <laughs> Max Perez Alonso. So, you know, I've been oh, boring. I'm very sorry. Dan, so predictable. Imagine saying, though, before the start of the year, the boring podium prediction is Max Perez and Alonso. Like, you would have never said that before Yeah, but we're now on to race four. We're on race no, no, four. No, I know. So I'm just saying. Boring. That is crazy. <laughs> uh, right, sprint winner. Oh, sugar. Um, okay, sprint winner. Okay, I'll be boring. I'm going to say Max Verstappen. Damn. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll say Sergio Perez. Oh, for God's sake! We're here for bold predictions. This is the girl who said Max Verstappen. Because I've gone bold <laughs> on everything else so far. You put right. Max Verstappen to win the race. <laughs> <laughs> you bold for that. My man Carlos Sainz is winning the sprint. Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that... Well done, Dan. No, that stinks, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. I love it. I think Sorry, that's guys. great. Um, positive surprise of the weekend. Who's going to be a positive surprise? I'm putting Nick DeVries oh, as my what? positive oh. surprise. can't do that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's my guy. He's been awful so far this year. Well, yeah. look, this He's is my vibe. Away. From FP1, he was looking like he was doing very well in the top 10. So I want to say that he's going to be in the top 8 is my vibe. Oh, you know what? fair, fair, okay. I'm going to say Lando Norris because I thought Charlotte was going to say Lando Norris, but she's stolen mine and said Nick DeVries. So I've gone Lando. Fair. All right. I might have already. I think I said him in the season opener, but I was going to say Lance Stroll again. Can I say him if I've already had him? Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, yeah. Like you can say him every week kind of if you vibe. want to. Okay. Um, yeah, Lance Stroll. Next up, we have our random finisher prediction. We do. We're ready. ready. Jay. What position are we predicting this week? Go three, two, one. Oh, there we go. Four. Four. Oh, that's a tough one. Four. Damn. That is a tough one. That's high. Oh my okay. god, that means I've got to go first, right? It does indeed. Oh no. Oh, this is really difficult because obviously we've done our podium prediction, so technically, I guess next. I'm not allowed to say Max. Um, no. Surely not. Charles or Fernando. I mean, that... you can, but then you're basically guaranteed to lose a point. No, exactly. So it doesn't make sense, right? Oh, I'm going to say Lewis Hamilton. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going to go Fernando Alonso. Ah, fair, fair. I've gone Charles Leclerc. Okay. I think they're all respectable answers. They, they, they are all happen. respectable. Yeah. Anything could happen in the top four now. That's really... Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, mm. on to the bold predictions. Charlotte, what's your first bold prediction? Um, at least three red flags in quali. Oh, Is it Friday nice. quali? Yeah. Ooh, it's quite a lot, to be fair. It's a lot. It's that a is lot. a lot. 
Is that bold? One, one a session, pretty much. Yeah, you can have yeah. that. Thank you very much. Jay? Okay. I have gone, and hear me out, this is, this is fairly complicated. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Jesus. Well, this, actually, it's not really at all. The driver who finishes on the podium on in Sunday's race will not score points on Saturday. Wow. Right, okay. Do you hear me out? So basically, I know what Say you mean. Again. Yeah. So they they will finish ninth or lower in the sprint and they'll score the po- and they'll go on the podium in the actual race on Sunday. Okay. So you're kind of hoping for like a a top 3 qualifier bins it in the sprint. Bins it or some kind of collision. They come okay. out in like ninth yeah. and it's like a chaotic race they can climb up to the podium. There you go. See, sure. That's bold. <laughs> you're so I've funny. said which I might now need to change slightly to make it clearer. But I've said at least two cars start from the pit lane on Sunday. But do I need to add as a result of Saturday's sprint race? Or can I have it anyway? No, you can have it. Because, I mean, why else would they start in the pit lane? Well, no, like... Why did you say vibes? Yeah, it might feel like it. (laughs) Last to first challenge from Max Verstappen. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair... I would like it to be Checo because I just love it when he starts from the back and he just sends it through the whole pack. Like that's his best races. Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, right. like he could have had like a technical issue. That means that he start. No, go on. Yeah, cool. two. At two, least two sorry. cars start from the pit lane on Sunday. There you go. Go right. on, have it. Prediction number have two. Have Oh, you're probably going to say it's not bold, but I'm going to say Lando Norris to finish in the top six. No, that's, that's the silence. Solid. The silence. <laughs> wow. No, it is good. Uh, I was just sort of my brain was kind of processing how bold it was on like the boldometer, but it's it's fairly bold. Yeah, I know it's not off high. the scale. No, no, that's no. that's pretty good. You think about it. They were like they're what the sixth best car. Uh, no, do you know no, what I mean? No, We've had upgrades. Like, McLaren have had some upgrades this weekend, and I do think just from the practice session, it's looking a tiny bit more hopeful. So I'm going. Do you know what top six? I want to see eight points on, you know, next to his name. Okay. Okay. Jay? I'm going to go <laughs> Nick the Vree. Uh, we'll leave Baku with more points in the championship than Sonoda. Oh, I thought he said something really different. I thought he said we'll lead Baku. I was like, <laughs> oh, so he's going to lead the race. And then I was like, whoa. I'll <laughs> actually kick myself. But he will leave Baku <laughs> with more points than Sonoda. So he has um, to outscore him by two this weekend. No, I was going to say, what are they on? Sonoda's on, Sonoda's one. on one, DeVries on oh. zero. I mean, I think, given DeVries' form, I feel like we have to give it to him. Okay, Charles yeah. looks less convinced than me. No, I'm looking at the points. I didn't realise he was on zero. Hmm. Yeah. And you're saying that I wasn't allowed to say him as a positive surprise? No, I mean, you can. I was just annoyed because I was going to say him. Oh, okay. It's like the first time <laughs> I got the same all season and my moment was stolen away from me. <laughs> all right. I've gone a little bit left field. So neither of mine are actually to do with the racing on track so much. <laughs> but I've gone for either at the start of the sprint or the start of the race on Sunday, we will have an aborted start. Like they're lined up on the grid and then they bring out the little orange <laughs> uh, flashes and they make them I like do another that. lap. I like that. Does that I like count? That, that is that really count? random. I that is completely so random. random. When was the last time that ever happened? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. But you know, when they're Dad. all lined up and then it's like, nope, go around again with the little orange flashy lights and then off they go. 
but is very precise. But I like it. No, I Dan, you can Dan. definitely have it because it's most if likely. If that happens, if that never happens. gonna happen. <laughs> can I? What? How did this come to your mind? Slash, what do you think a reason could be? I don't really know. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> like, the freeze just drives into a barrier on the on the formation uh, lap. Well, something like that. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it came to my mind. I was, I was sat, I was out earlier, and I just, I was randomly thinking about our predictions. I was walking home, and I was like, "What could I predict this weekend?" I've got a prediction. An aborted start. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I commend you. He you've must have been gone. You You've gone more really basic bored. on the other ones, so if you want to lose a point for this one, fair play. Nah, you know. <laughs> if, it, if it happens, you're all laughing, but if it happens, I might just... Yeah. I'm it, even it, tempted happens, to say double peaked. point. You get two points for that. <laughs> let's, let's not set precedents that we can't get. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, there's no way he's getting two points. Well, <laughs> whoever, if it happens at the sprint and the race... <laughs> that's two points Christ surely. imagine surely um, whoever wins Baku in terms of predictions takes the lead you know we do this, but all on one reaffirming it we've got a round each here we go interesting which oh in regards to us I thought you meant um, in the championship <laughs> yeah just, just, <laughs> just, just Jay Gardner just goes to the top of the standings <laughs> imagine the scenes mate imagine <laughs> the scenes everyone on f1.com going who's this who's this new who's this driver guy, mate, a young hotshot yeah. Oh, so good. I went straight from karting to Formula 1. I didn't do F2, F3, any of that. Straight in. I played the F1 game and they were quite decent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get him in the McLaren. You're not even on the eSports team yet, but you know. No. Fair, yeah. fair play. Fair play. Right, has anyone got anything they want to add before we before we finish off and we all go and watch qualifying? I like Baku a lot, man. I really like <laughs> it. I would, I would honestly love to go there to watch a race. There you go. That's my closing opinion. <laughs> fair. Okay. I like Baku. <laughs> it's like a nice city. It's like a really cool place to go. It's it is. List. It's an interesting place. Um, I I've just seen an article on F1.com, which I thought was relatively interesting. Which I thought we could quickly talk about, but um, maybe not at the same time. Um, basically, it says the clear response to Mercedes rumors, as Hamilton says, they have no impact on his F1 future. I mean, I wasn't even sure that he was linked with Mercedes and Charles Leclerc has very much said that he is committed to staying with Ferrari but could we see him going to somewhere like Merck real quick? Uh, I don't think so. I think, I think it's George's team. It's George's team. I think if they're going to bring him in they've got to bring in like a a driver who isn't quite on that sort of Leclerc level like an Ocon maybe a Gasly um, someone like that. Maybe, maybe a De Vries. Obviously, De Vries got ties there if, if he oh, does well this year at Alpha Tauri. That is blind hope that they're going to yeah, hire it's blind hope. Okay, it is moment. blind hope. It is blind hope. <laughs> but obviously, I, I don't think that Leclerc's obviously, he's a number one driver. George Russell's a number one driver. Do Merck really want to have another situation where they've got a Rosberg-Hamilton, especially when their car isn't the best car on the grid by five seconds a lap? Probably not. I think it's probably in his best interest to stay at, to stay at Ferrari and hope they come good. You know, that's his team. Big up. Um, I've, ju I've just realised, I, I, I mean, we've done our positive surprise for the weekend, but I would like to give Charles Leclerc a quick shout-out because he has retired from two of the first three races. So mm, horror show. he really does need a good weekend. Nice. I mean, uh, 
that championship's not really an option. Well, I mean, it's a long way to go, but yeah. Yeah, the Red Bulls are miles clear, but then look how far ahead Charles was last year. And, you know, what was he after the first couple of races? And then that gap was closed, like, pretty Mm. quickly. So that was a bit of a bottle, which means, Jay, it's probably your turn to speak now. Well done. Well done, Dan. (laughs) I I hope you're proud of yourself. I am. Um, No, I was going to (laughs) say Ferrari, uh, the Ferrari car is nowhere near as good as the Red Bull car this year. It's probably the fourth best car. So, yeah, that championship's gone, mate. I think... It's between the Red Bull boys, unless they meet Merck or Aston Martin can catch them up with upgrades and obviously the whole Red mm. Bull debacle in terms of their um, sort of penalties from the cost cap from 2021 issue that came out last year. So maybe that will help the other teams catch up, but I don't yeah. think it'll be Ferrari that catch up. I think they're more likely to come fifth than they are to come third. There you go. I did see a thing in the week that uh, Steiner was kind of saying he's still not sure of a Magnussen's seat and like he's got a few races yeah. to prove himself. Well, can both come back and He's mm. laid it down, well. isn't he? I think he was I mean, my positive surprise like, of the season when we did pre-season predictions. I think I said Hulkenberg. Yeah, I think he did. No, I mean, Hulkenberg's a great driver. That's, yeah, that's, that's always been undeniable, isn't it? Although, if they replace Magnussen, who do they bring in? Mick again? Pfft, doubt it. Oi. I don't know, maybe like a... Teo Porsche? Or Liam Lawson, who's currently bossing it over in... Is it Japan that he is at the moment? Or something in Super Formula or something like that. Is he like doing that. Super Formula? Something like um, that, just to get super license points and racing experience. Yeah. And he's a Red Bull guy, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. But with Franz Tost leaving, who knows what's going to mm. happen with, with Alpha Tauri and all that nowadays. What about that other guy from America? Um, Colton Herter. He, he was a big thing, wasn't he? A couple of... Or last yeah, year. Yeah, he was linked with McLaren a lot, wasn't he? And, yeah. And, um, and, and Alpha Tauri. But he didn't get enough super license points. Maybe he gets enough super license points. You know, American drive, mm. American team. We will see. We will see. Anyway, that is all we've got time for on the preview. That was a bit of a, a ramble at the end there. Uh, but we will be back after the race on Sunday to review the action. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it's another another Baku classic. But thanks for thanks for coming on, having a chat. And I'll see you guys on Sunday, I guess. See you then. Maybe Monday, actually. I don't know. <laughs> see you at some point. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Give us a five-star review. We will see you very soon. And goodbye. Thank you.